Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. One thing we all have in common is none of us want to be bald. Right. Nobody wants to be bald. Nobody wants to be joked on about their edges or hair loss. That's the new yo mama. For real. Like, People like, mm-hmm. shut up with no edges. Like, it's just, exactly. what you say back to that? You can't say anything because those edges are gone. You just got to blink and just say, apologies. <laughs> Pardon me. I overstepped. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I will come back to this conversation on a later date. <laughs> we will reconvene tomorrow. <laughs> but tomorrow you can come back strong. Though. Right. You need an argument wig. An argument wig. <laughs> like, <laughs> yesterday you got me, but today <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> edges missing where? Where? <laughs> Stiff wear. Edges here. <laughs> I'm TT. And I'm Zakia. And from Spotify Studios, this is Dope Labs. Today, we're talking about hair. All y'all's hair. Man hair, lady hair. Non-binary hair. Some of y'all's hair that don't lay down, that you keep trying to lay down. Straight hair, curly hair. Places where there used to be hair, but now there's none. Hair in places where there was no hair before. People have been obsessed with hair since the beginning of time. So why are we talking about it today? Well, recently, we started to notice something different about how we're talking about hair, and more importantly, who is talking about it? Let's tee it up for the people. So all of this started because Safari was doing some interviews and the the age-old tale was that Safari was writing Nicki Minaj's rhymes for her. Yes. But he was doing these interviews and people were asking him, did you write, you know, Roman's Revenge? Did you like some of her best songs? And he wasn't saying yes. But he wasn't saying no either. Right. And so she just started going off on social media about him and how like he's a bum and he's never written anything for her. And all she did was help him and everything like that. And he was trying to clap back. Mm-hmm. And she came with the ultimate clap, the thunderclap. <laughs> the thunderclap. <laughs> and said, well... I paid however much for you to bring that hairline for it. Mm. And everybody was just like, ooh. I know it was it, it was like the whole internet. You could you could just the internet. It was a gasp. wave. <laughs> yes, it was a it was it was a gasp and it just traveled through time. And so of course, we immediately run to the internet and did our Googles. Image.google.com. Exactly. <laughs> and you see Safari adding an extra at least half inch to his hairline. But then we also started noticing. Regular, regular Joe Blow is adding right. extra inches to his hairline. Exactly. And like not some... even just inches on the hairline. I'm talking about bundles, okay? <laughs> we got men adding bundles to the front. And so I feel like it happened overnight. It was like I didn't know anything about it. And right. then the videos were everywhere. everywhere. It's blowing up all over Instagram. You've seen those those viral videos. Man. Of men going from absolutely bald to looking like a full-on wooly willy you remember those things where they drag the <laughs> magnet you drag the magnet up yes it's yes. like you got mr potato head hair like exactly. you went from you were a spud last week exactly like by Nicki minaj out in safari right talking about the surgery then all these men rallied around him and were like 
it, you know what? I'm doing a little something over here too. I'm going to show you. Right. But, and now I feel like people are like, look at my new transformation. It's like when the wind blew and we saw Naomi Campbell's edges. <laughs> it's like the wind is blowing and we can see all these men's edges. All these men are having hair procedures done. All these dudes have been lurking in the shadows and now they're out in the open doing these things and saying, hey, love me or leave me alone. So clearly Titi and I have some feelings about what's going on here in the in the hair world. But let's see what you guys had to say. Have you seen the Instagram videos with all the guys having these man weaves? Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of them, but I've seen a few. Yikes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yikes. One dude had something that looked like a mop on top of his head, and it, he all of a sudden looked like Idris Elba. I was like, wait, <laughs> what just happened here? He was stone cold bald. So you've never seen it before? I have not. I have not. And I'm kind of shocked. I, I don't know what to think right now. And what's your general impression? I just feel like for some of them, it's just better if they don't do too much. You don't have to do all of that. Mm. People are still going to like you. <laughs> I do not think men need to wear weaves. You should just cut all your hair off. I think a bald man is a sexy man. So would you date a dude that got a man weave? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dang! She didn't even hesitate. Yep. No, no. I, no, I would not date someone who had a hair unit, weave, ex whatever you want to call it. But I, I also don't think it's fair to say that men shouldn't be able to or they shouldn't do it if it's what makes them feel comfortable. Do you think you would ever get a hair piece like that? I don't want to knock, I want to knock on wood, but I, I, I don't see myself getting a hairpiece. Um, I just have to live with it. I try to, like, get a cool haircut around it or something to wear a baseball cap or something. But I can't do that. It depends on how you do it. Mm -hmm. What fits your face? Mm. What fits your features? Because it's not just, oh, don't do it, period. But find the one that fits you. So let's dive into the recitation. And just a reminder... The recitation is where we unpack today's topic and figure out what questions we want to ask. Let's start with what we know. And the one thing we know is that this is nothing new. Men have been getting crazy stuff done to their hair for a long time. Remember that episode of French Prince where Uncle Phil was like trying to impress some lawyers or judges or something like that? Mm -hmm. And Carlton convinced him to get a hairpiece. And he looked crazy. It was like this little curly toupee on the top of his head. And from there, we've just escalated. And we also know that losing your hair is a part of getting old. Hair loss is natural. Just like hair turning gray is natural. So one thing that I think I know already is that hair and stress go hand in hand. There was one time in grad school, there was like uh, maybe two inch by two inch patch behind my left ear mm -hmm. where the hair just started falling out mm. and I was like yo what is happening but it, I felt like I couldn't tell anybody because I was so like embarrassed so I was just like you know push the hair over to one side mm -hmm. and be like there's nothing wrong here and to this day I still don't know what was going on because I never talked to a doctor about it I never talked to my friends about it uh, yeah this is my first time hearing this yeah I and I helped was, you in my mind you would have been like, here, put these coffee grounds behind your yes. ear. <laughs> coffee grounds, let me tell you, it's power in the coffee. I know that when I wake up, I'm dead. I know I drink coffee and I'm a functional human being. This is a whole person. Imagine what those coffee beans could do for that two-by-two two patch. Okay? The power to restore. It, it might have, but we'll never know. And so I would love to know because I know that other people experience this where it's like, 
Like when you're stressed out, your hair falls out. That's what mm-hmm. people just say. But why? How? So the other thing that I really want to know about is how social media is affecting how we feel about our hair. Like selfie culture is a real thing. People are taking way more selfies these days than they were, you know, back when we all had sidekicks and, and Nextel chirp phones. Motorola <laughs> <a> two-way pager. <laughs> right. So it's like now selfies are like the name of the game. Like you got to know your angles and everything like that. So I feel like Maybe it does have an effect on how we feel about our hair. So it's time for the dissection. That's our deep dive where we talk to one of our very, very smart friends. And for today's dissection, we're talking to Dr. Monty Oid Harris. Yep, Dr. Monty Oid Harris. I am a surgeon, scholar, entrepreneur, and I like to go by the name of the do-good hair doctor. But before we talk to Monty, let's all get on the same page with the hair terminology. Let's start with the scalp. Your scalp is hosting about 100,000 hairs. And your hair shaft is what you see. It's on the outside of your head. But there's more beneath the surface. Your hair follicle is embedded in your scalp and holds the root of your hair. And that's the part of your hair that is alive. And really, hair loss is as normal as going to bed every night. We lose about 100 hairs per day. But the hair loss we're tackling today is a little more extreme than that. One of the reasons we wanted to talk to Dr. Harris is because his approach to hair is so different. He really incorporates a lot of different sciences. So he's looking at the biology of hair loss. So what's happening to the actual follicles, the psychology, what's going on in your life that's giving you stress or whatever, and some of the social factors around hair loss. So what is the cultural context for hair loss? Right. He's not just telling you to rub this oil on your scalp and everything will work itself out. He's like, you might need to do some. Self-reflection. <laughs> <laughs> a big part for me is that I've been really looking at how do I kind of reframe this whole idea around hair mm. and the notion of good hair and really making it sort of an active and restorative process. So okay, I that's get kinda, it. Do good hair. Got to do it. The very first question we got to ask Dr. Harris is the bedrock question. What is hair loss? What are the different types of ways that people lose their hair and why do they lose their hair? I like to say that there's kind of a big three, a big three types of hair loss that I see day in, day out, day in, day out. The first type of hair loss is called traction alopecia. And that's hair loss related to like prolonged pulling and tension, you know, like braids and weeds. And it typically happens, you know, in the temples. Those are that's the edges. The second major type of hair loss is called scarring alopecia. And it's especially common with African-American women. It's more of like if the, the scalp ends up being shiny. And there's a, there's a variant of it that sort of starts at the center of the scalp. And it's uh-huh. called central. And it's got this really long, complicated name. Central centrifugal cicatricial alopecia. Try saying that six times fast. Commonly, you know, folks call it CCCA. Doctors haven't been able to pinpoint the cause of CCCA. But what happens is, is the hair follicle gets replaced with scar tissue, which leads to permanent hair loss for some people. When I see it, it's like, hey, we got to prevent this from getting worse because we don't really have cures for it. So a big part of the whole mindset around it is is prevention. And the last of the big three is what we call androgenetic hair loss. And it's just natural hair loss that folks get as part of the process of aging. And so those things can be all accelerated by by your life. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and so... You need to live different. (laughs) They're all accelerated by your life, you know, and whether that's your diet, you know, whether that's stress and those... And we can really have a holistic approach to sort of improving all of them based on essentially, you know, changing in lifestyle. 
Speaking of living different, I really want to know, like, why I started losing my hair in grad school. What's that about? When you're stressed, right, your body is basically, and your head is basically, oh, there is a threat. I need to protect myself. So basically what my body was saying was, TT, you in danger, girl. When there's a threat, the body prioritizes blood flow to more important organs, like your heart and lungs. And so the hair then doesn't get the nutrients that it needs. Dr. Harris has applied his holistic treatment and prevention methods for all different kinds of hair loss. One of those treatments is hair transplant surgery. Right, and that's what Safari did. And so this process is really interesting because they take this thin strip from the back of the head. So Mm -hmm. basically they pull that scalp from the back. He separates the hair follicle by follicle and then uses these teeny tiny tweezers to just plant each one of those follicles back into the thin spots in the front of your head. Okay, but why does he take the hair from the back of the head? Why can't he take it from like the middle of your head? What's is there something different about the hair back there? The crazy thing about it is that the hair at the back has a a very special sort of like genetic programming to be extremely resilient. That's why we see common balding patterns where people still have hair growth at the back of their head. That's how, you know, transplanting a lot of these other techniques came into being is because you could literally take that hair and move it to other places and it'll still grow. Once it gets there, it's just like, the hair follicle doesn't care where it is. It's just (laughs) like, new home, who this? Okay, so we're going to take a quick break and process all of this. And when we get back, we'll talk to Dr. Harris more about safari, man weave, selfies, and social media, and some of the biggest misconceptions when it comes to hair growth and hair loss. And you got to stay tuned for this because this blew my mind. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. With Capella University's FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines, learn at your pace, and access most coursework from anywhere at any time. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. All right, so we're back. We asked Dr. Harris about social media and how that's affected people's perception and awareness of hair loss. Is there some type of correlation between the two? There's been no other time probably in the history of human civilization, right, that folks are engaging and looking at themselves as much as they are now. Mm, Yes. So I started to see a growing and growing misalignment related to an individual's, this notion of self-image and self-fact, right? Who, who, Who are you really at your core? And then what's this layer of image that's on this? And is this misaligned or aligned? And so as the misalignment started to get bigger, particularly with patients that were looking for the changing their nose or changing their lips. You know, I was like, this doesn't really add up anymore for me. 
So Dr. Harris thinks that looking at yourself obsessively with filters can lead to your mind being tricked into thinking that's actually how you look. We wanted to ask y'all, do you think social media is changing how we think about ourselves? Here's what y'all said. Do you feel like millennials like us are consumed with ourselves? Yes. Okay, <laughs> let me be honest. <laughs> there are some of us that are consumed with ourselves, but I also feel like social media doesn't help because a lot of girls out here don't be feeling confident about themselves because they're trying to look like something else. I think absolutely social media is impacting that because I can't get on Instagram without the Explore page showing me some new wig that I should probably explore getting. <laughs> so it does make me want to click and add to cart. It does. I think it's a combination of self-obsessed and keeping up with the next person. I just feel like we need to be able to separate what's reality and what's not. Yes. And what's healthy and what's not. Just because it looks good doesn't mean it's, you know, good for you to get. In the long run, it's going to come back and bite you. Do you think you take a lot of selfies? No, I'm never selfie ready. I have a one-year-old and a four-year-old. I take a lot of selfies of them. <laughs> Not myself. <laughs> Can you open your phone and let us see the number of selfies you have? Sure. 931. <laughs> yeah. It, it's all babies. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see how many selfies you got, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you only got 311. Oh, only a little bit. <laughs> it's only 311. That's not that bad. I cannot reveal that number. <laughs> Come on, tell it to us. Oh, my God. 1,356. <laughs> At this point, this is where we decided to show Dr. Harris one of the Instagram videos that went viral of a man getting this, um, what do we call it, Z? A man weave. <laughs> getting his man weave put in. Okay, so it starts off with a man that his hairline has receded probably about five or six inches. Okay, so the barber is cutting down most of it, so right. it's all down to a low level. And he's giving him like a little fade in the back. But wait, looks like this is, is this magic marker? They have drawn on a hairline. It is okay. some 90 degree angles here. They're laying the foundation for the new, the new look. Oh no, I think this is about to be the, <coughs> the man weaves. No. <laughs> and then he has these, like, are those dreads? Finger coils. These are silky, silky coils. Just yeah. magically on here. Yep, so I don't know cool. how they got up there, but they're there. Right. Yeah. What do you think about that? So it's like magic. You know, it's like boom, bam. I've looked, I'm like, whoa. I think it starts to feed some degree of self-divisiveness. That's that self-image versus self-fat thing. So when you see that flower crown, you don't have those sparkles. You don't have glitter raining down on you. Your chin ain't that pointy. Your mm -hmm. eyes aren't that big. And they're not, the whites are definitely not that bright. Most of y'all out here looking jaundiced. <laughs> <laughs> All this talk about self-perception and aspirations to look like someone else is making me think of someone who a lot of girls wanted to look like back when we were growing up. Do you, you think you can guess who oh, I'm talking about? Oh, I already know who you're talking about. It's Brandy. Brandy had those box braids and I was like, that's my style. I want to be her. I, I want that. Burn and those ends. Burn the ends. I want a short bob. I want to put it up in a ponytail. Where's Dion? Moesha. 
Sing it. Mo Tutta. E Tutta. Hey. Moesha. <laughs> when Brandy first came out and she had all those braids, yeah. and I was like, yeah, sitting down in the shop, yeah. getting my hair braided, having my cousin braid my hair. Yeah. I was getting crochet braids. And recently, you know, now we can kind of, we have the devices to help us see those high resolution photos. They're saying those were wigs. And right. I said, Brandy, wow. you have lied to us. <laughs> right. Because, right. Because all of us lost our edges. <laughs> Meanwhile, she has a full head of hair. And she's on taking, right. that, taking right. those micro braids off every night. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and so that brings up a really big point. And, that, and, that, and that's this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the whole thing about deception, you know, <laughs> deception and costumes as we look at celebrity, right? Majority of celebrity, mm. a lot of, that's costume. Brandy knew her hair was amazing, okay? But but it had to be. She was on TV and in our living rooms every week. But now everybody's living their life in the public eye and we're taking selfies constantly. And so now everybody's feeling that same pressure. Now we all got to be out here like Moesha. Exactly. Without a hair out of place. I can't live up to that. It's like you're supposed to look like you have a million dollar hairstyle, but not that you put any effort into it. Exactly. You're supposed to just wake up like that. And that's not the case. It's not. It's and you learn that from an work. early age. Like, because I didn't get a relaxer early on, it will be like, no, you can't play out there. Don't sweat your hair out. Don't sweat your hair out. Right. So what's that telling me? That's why I don't like to exercise. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of? That, maybe? That's what, that's what we'll say. <laughs> I agree. Me too. It's because I don't want to sweat my hair out. <laughs> Before we left, we really wanted to know if there were any common misconceptions about hair care or hair loss. Here, here's, here's probably the biggest misconception. It just clicked. This notion of the protective hairstyles. Ooh, oh, no, this oh. is a problem. A protective style is a technique to stop your hair from breaking and maintaining the health of your hair. You do this by braiding your hair and usually putting on a weave or a wig or just wearing your hair in that braided style. But people are attributing everything to protective styles. My hair is shiny because of my protective style. My hair is long because of my protective style. I got to raise it my job because of my protective style. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not saying there isn't a sort of a space for it, but it tends to be a limited, very circumscribed space. Mm. And folks, unfortunately, have expanded this idea of protective styles in manners where they ultimately become harmful. So it's protective for five weeks, but not five years. If you haven't seen your own scalp in that long, you got to ask yourself some questions. Zakia, I can think of a time where you did something to your hair in the name of hair care. Yes. <laughs> I, think the, I think the people need to hear this story. Well, everybody, gather around the fireside, okay? Because <laughs> let me tell you... A tale as old as time. <laughs> and it's when your friends <laughs> try to help you out. She's going to try and blame me. I'm not blaming TT. I should have known not to trust her. Okay? <laughs> TT went to this hair shop where she was getting, um, you used to get that whipped shea butter. Yes. It was so good. You would always give me some. And you said, oh, but the lady told me about this hair mask that they have. And you were like, it's a banana, an egg, um, some oil, and you blend it all together or you mix it all together and you put it on your hair and you let it sit and then you wash it out. Right. And I just want to preface this story because that was very accurate the way you said it. I never told you to do it. Yes. You you never said okay. do it, but you said... Proceed. She, she transferred <laughs> the information and thinking that this was a credible source, I said, I have those things at my house. Right? Got a very ripe banana. Okay. Was well, saving it for banana bread. Little did I know, that's what I was making in my hair. I mixed that stuff together. I mashed it up with a fork. I'm in my um, 
I was in my bathroom and I was like, oh, yes, because when I, I'm going to put this stuff on, I put a little shower cap on because back then the YouTubers were telling us that you need to basically collect greenhouse gases to really let stuff penetrate into the cuticle of the hair. OK, so I was like, I'm going to put this stuff on. I put that um, that little shower cap, little like from a hotel shower cap. I let it sit. I said, oh, yes, it's going to gonna be shiny when I take this off. And I I was like, all right, I got to get this stuff out of my hair. So I rinsed it and I got out of the shower. This was on my natural hair journey. And I was like, huh, still got some little chunks in here. I'm like, I'm a, it's probably the water's not hot enough. So I get back in the shower. I'm going to really get this stuff out of here now. I didn't really think about what I was doing. Because basically what I had done was I'd already had all the ingredients for a banana bread. And then I just turned the oven on, right? <laughs> By turning the temperature of the water up, I just turned the oven on. And I basically <laughs> baked a cake. So mind you, I have to go to the lab the next day. I'm texting TT like, girl I don't know I'm really having a hard time getting this stuff out and she's like oh I'm sure it'll be fine I was like I'm gonna do one more wash and that's it because I'm tired I'm going to bed so I go to work the next day and I'm just like is all the banana stuff out TT you came by the lab what did you see the next day she makes it sound like she was very pleasant when she asked me she wasn't <laughs> okay she said she said this this banana is still in my hair that <laughs> <I> was <laughs> she was livid and I said Okay, well, let me come look. Her lab was right across the street from my lab. So I get over there. And when I tell you from down the hall, I could see this banana. <laughs> in her, she had banana chunks in her hair. And I was like, oh, my God, she's going to kill me if I say I can see this banana. So I'm like, oh, you know, there's just a little bit in there. So I'm like trying to pick up out. But there's millions of banana pieces in her hair. You know, when you're embarrassed like that, you lash out at the ones you love. I was very upset with TT. And I was so like, mad. you told me that this was you told me that this was supposed to be conditioning. And I said, I didn't tell you anything. I told you what somebody else had told me. So be careful of the messenger. Who don't let any people <laughs> She's she gonna kill the messenger. <laughs> I definitely That's was ready to kill the messenger that day. <laughs> I was just embarrassed. I was hurt. But it was fine, you know. You had a snack if you needed one. Hey, come on. <laughs> I was getting all the servings of fruit. <laughs> Hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was like my eyes were open, but somebody peeled the film off of them. Cataract like, surgery. Yes. I feel like I just had Lasix. Exactly. Right? Because I knew hair was important, but I didn't even think of it as like, how the stress ties in. All these things are connected. Like, we got to start from the inside out with these edges. Like, and I went straight to Whole Foods after that. because What did you get? Kale, leafy greens. <laughs> um, all the healthy things that I felt like were going to nourish me from the inside out. That's a lot of fiber. I hope your tummy doesn't hurt. When I go from this shortcut to a bob, you're going to be wondering how I did it. Fiber. Mm -hmm. I guess another thing that was surprising for me was how he was talking about how with this increase of visibility... Yeah. And looking at yourself with social media, that he's seen a rise in people who are coming to get hair restoration and plastic surgery and things like that. And that it's not just women. Well, he said self-image versus self-fact. Fact. Ooh, a read. Exactly. I was like, ooh, a chill went up my spine. I feel like there's definitely things I can do differently with my hair. I need to unlearn everything that I thought I knew about protective styling and what it was doing for my hair. So, like, if I get braids, maybe not have them in 
for a long time mm-hmm. and still making sure that I'm, you know, doing things that are good for my scalp mm-hmm. and everything like that while they're in yep. so that when I take them out, I could feel like it was a protective style and that my hair uh, benefited from that process. Right. Protected for a season, not for a year. <laughs> okay, so to be clear. No, I, that was I don't not have shade. my braids in for Kiki a year. Does not wear her braids for a year. <laughs> No, yeah, I, these people thinking that my hair smells uh, like a old carpet. Apologies. <laughs> Let me put on my arguing wig. Are you gonna get an arguing wig still? <laughs> I think I think everybody should invest in an argument wig, just in case. What about you? Are you gonna do anything differently with your hair? With my spirit, I feel like not a protective hairstyle, but a protective lifestyle. I'm about to cut the stress out. O U T. Okay. Yeah. I feel like since we kind of can predict this, if there's anybody out there listening. What what is the correct stock to invest in? Because I predict <laughs> <laughs> that this thing is going straight to the top. That's a wrap on Lab 2 of Dope Labs. And we want to hear from you. Do you like the show? Do you still have questions? Give us your thoughts. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Dope Labs Podcast. You can go there to see some classic photos of our best, maybe worst, hair moments. And we want to see yours, too, so be sure to tag us in your posts. Don't try and roast me. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm sensitive. This is a safe place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensitive. You can find me on Instagram at dr underscore t-s-h-o. And you can find me at Z said so. And if you love the show, don't forget to follow us on Spotify or wherever else you listen to your podcast. Dope Labs is brought to you by Spotify Studios. It's produced by Mega Own Media. Our producer is Jenny Radlett Mass. Sound design and mix by Hannis Brown. Our consulting producers are Rekha Murthy and Graham Griffith. Our original theme music is by Taka Yasuzawa and Alex Sugiura. Additional music by Elijah LX Harvey. Special thanks today to Dawn Scott and our special guest, Dr. Monty Oyd Harris. To learn more about Dr. Harris and his Do Good Hair platform, visit him on the web at dogoodhair.com Dope Labs is a production of Spotify Studios and Mega Own Media Group and is executive produced by us Titi Shadia and Zakia Watley Can people yeah. use armpit hairs? Yeah They can use hair from all over the body Pubic you know, hair too. Yeah, folks who do that, hair. right? And then, yeah. So and armpit be- hair. I'm. I feel like my chin is a great donor region. <laughs> <laughs> and why is it? So I read this thing that said that. I-